Hello and welcome back to my channel. My name is Laurencia Odife and this is Bands with Laurencia. How are you all doing? I hope you're doing great and happy new month. Like this is December guys and we're excited and nervous at the same time because you know <laughs> the world is going to shit right now. So yeah, let's just celebrate what we can celebrate. For today's episode, it's a celebration a shocking celebration actually because hey we're going to be talking about nollywood actress cha cha eke funny because according to cha cha she has gone back to her husband Chai. yes Chai. yes guys i mean online in-law job like i always say this it's it's draining because sometimes you want to support people who um come out and cry online talking about you know their domestic abuse situation or things that they are going through in their marriages in their relationship and you want to sympathize or empathize with these people but before two market days they'll come out and say you know all is well <laughs> i mean i am happy for her but at the same time it's just like okay where do we go from here? Like, what is actually happening? Like, I don't know. So, for those of you who don't know Chacha Ekefani or who are not familiar with the story, let me just bring you up to speed. Chacha has been married for, you know, over a decade now. She has four children. Um, the issue actually started, I mean, she came out online in 2020 to allege that her husband, Austin Fanny, um, is after her wants to end her life austin is this austin is that she said she's making this video to tell the whole world that she's done with the marriage that she's leaving the marriage at that point in time chacha was actually pregnant for the fourth child so people were kind of and she looked so sick chacha looked really um lean and emaciated she was really because people before even then people were like thinking what is wrong with chacha chacha used to be this kind of you know bubbly kind of person she shaved her hair she just became a shell of herself so people were already wondering what was going on before chacha made that video now chacha after you know a couple of weeks later or let me say days later chacha came out and said um she is going back to her husband even the family members she said she had bipolar even the family members were like no chacha you don't have bipolar her brother in particular came out and defended her chacha said her brother the family they don't like her they were not in support of her marriage that she's going back to her husband okay we the online in-laws we stepped back we were happy for chacha to continue with her marriage in 2021 chacha came out and said she's not with the marriage again people were like okay chacha um at least she has given birth at this point they were like okay what is going on like chacha tell us what is happening chacha said her husband is this her husband is that she's not going she's not doing it again we were like okay you know chacha save yourself save your mental health with preaching mental health mental health is very important blah 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 before you could say jack robinson chacha and the husband started doing photo shoots like people were now thinking what is happening like you literally <laughs> announced the the end of your marriage for the second time in a year in less than a year or a little more than a year and now you're 
doing photo shoot with your husband. Like, Chacha, what is happening? They even remarried. They renewed their wedding vows because according to Chacha, she said she burns down all their family pictures and wedding pictures. So they did loads of photo shoot at that point, maybe trying to recover some of those pictures. Now, before you could say Jack, Chacha released a statement on social media saying that her marriage has ended. Like, she would rather live alive than live in a coffin. People were like, is it that bad? Like, how could it get to that level of you making such an audacious statement online? People supported Chacha. Even the husband came out and said that time will tell that um, Chacha is not normal. Chacha is this. Chacha is that. <sighs> but for her to make that statement, people thought, okay, this... This should be the end of it. In fact, Chacha yanked off all her family pictures on, on social media. Even, like, people were thinking, okay, Chacha is done with this marriage. Chacha has to be done with this marriage. For her to come out and say all these things about her husband, Chacha, this must be it. Hmm. We were sitting there minding our business, you know, a couple of days ago. Chacha went to a church, you know. I think it was a church, but it was kind of mental health awareness. By the way, when Chacha went back to her husband, she started advocating for mental health. Chacha made a whole lot of video talking about she not being mentally okay, that um, she has bipolar disorder. She kind of took the mantle of, you know, creating awareness for mental health. Which is fine. People were happy about it because in Nigeria or in Africa, people don't really take mental health seriously. Like, unless you're roaming the streets, you know, literally wearing rags, people don't really think of you as... I mean, even if you say you're depressed, people look at you and think, you know, just get over it. You know, what are you thinking about? Like, okay, if you're thinking about a breakup, get over it. If you're thinking about having money go and get money you know that's the kind of line that most people most africans too when you talk about mental health so people were happy that chacha was giving a voice lending her voice to you know the mental health course now we were just sitting there minding our business we saw chacha chacha released the video or there was initially video circulating on social media that um, Chacha has returned to her husband. Chacha was in a church talking about mental health, talking about her bipolar disorder, giving history, how she was pregnant, she had bipolar. That the, Listen, I am just going to play that video for you because <laughs> I don't just want to, you know, ramble about, like, it is a long video, but just listen to what Chacha has to say. My name is Charity. I am popularly known as Chacha. I am a wife, a mother, Nollywood actress, and founder, Menticulous People Foundation. Thank you. I turned 35 four months ago. But for 33 years, out of that 35, I had a sickness that I was unaware of. My parents were unaware. I was unaware. I interpreted most of it as who I am. My personality is who I am. But it goes beyond just who I am. In 2018 at the Ritz Hotel Enugu, New Heaven, 
I was lodged in a suit with my husband and my two children at that time. And then one day, it happened. I went mad. Later on, I discovered it's called a maniac episode, but just like in the movies, I went bonkers, crazy. I began to throw away every of our belongings, clothes, shoes, bags, the children's toys. I vandalized the hotel properties. The suit in the Palo area had three large cushions. I ripped it all apart using a tiny knife. It was nothing but madness. That madness was contained in just that room by my husband, who was wearing only the clothes that he had on when I was trying to wear everything. Same goes for my children. That incident was so intense that what I needed was a trip to the hospital. But I didn't go to the hospital because my husband and I, who is seated here with me, supported me. <laughs> Thank you, please rise. <laughs> we attributed it to demonic attack, voodoo, marine spirits, somebody not somewhere. Now, we kept saying, oh, it's Nollywood. You know, you can get really envious in that industry. Oh, it's my father and my mother. They never supported this marriage. Oh, I think it's your family. I think it's you, my husband. I think it's you. Because since I married you, my life just started going haywire. It was always one suspicion after another, one false accusation after another. I survived the writ, but I had yet another maniac episode in 2020 here in Delta State, Asaba. I was on the laptop writing script after script. Writing is my hobby. My husband was on his way to Lagos to sign a contract with our company, between our company and yet another production company. And before I could realize what was going on with me, I went mad again. And I began to destroy things around the house. I broke televisions, chandelier lights. I burnt all my clothes and my children's clothes. Just like I did in Enugu, I reduced everything that we owned to trash. And no, it didn't take one day. It was three to four days intense madness. On the fourth day, I didn't eat at all. I was only drinking water. I felt I, had, I felt I had superpowers. I felt I was receiving a message from the divine. Or I felt like somebody was manipulating me because there was two entities all of a sudden. There was me watching me that couldn't stop that me in action. They had to bound me hands and legs to the hospital. And then I was still, just like in the movies, crazy. It was now at the hospital, First Delta American Hospital here in Asaba, that Dr. Isiomo Okoba, alongside a psychiatrist, Dr. Nebe, diagnosed me of bipolar disorder. I had heard that name in the movie, but because I'm an actor, that name seemed fictitious. It felt like a name that they had to come up with to buttress a character or a characterization. I didn't take that news pleasantly because it was not a pleasant news. Because what do you mean? Do you know who I am? Georgia. I am way too beautiful. <laughs> way too talented. Way too brilliant to have what they call in my area a little bit of And that news came accompanied by yet another news that I found very impressive. All of a sudden they said I was pregnant. We weren't expecting a baby, but I love babies. So I was like, yeah. I don't know what you're saying, bipolar, what? And so when they gave me drugs to take, when I went home, I was flushing the drugs down the toilet. 
I had a friend, I still have a friend in the US who bought me pills worth thousands of dollars. It was a six month supply for the disorder. But my head didn't agree with that news. So I called her and said, I won't take them. The Lord told me in my sleep that those drugs are not for me. I'm fine. And then I now attached the news of the pregnancy to my denial, saying that if I keep taking these drugs, the tendencies of the baby in my stomach coming out as imbecile is there. So no, I'm not going to take it. And so I went through that pregnancy without my pills. But I never stopped going mad. Only this time it was much more madness. But then, when I had my baby and resumed work, the stress of the work began to jam my brain again. I had yet another episode. Just like in 2020, I had another episode in 2021. I had that episode in 2020. Every year there's always episodes. Hypomanic and manic. This particular episode, I burnt all our wedding photos, all our vital business documents, destroyed all our clothes. We had no clothes again. It's what I do. I, I did that every time. Not anymore, but it was a habit. Many times people would not see me on social media. They imagine I'm living an introverted life. While that is true, I've been living in the world in my head. I didn't even have clothes to make appearances anymore because I wrecked everything that I had. Until I had a last manic. The last manic that I eventually wandered off. On the streets, many are raving mad. Naked. But there are people who are not naked yet, but they are mad. This particular manic, between April, May, June, July, of course, I burnt clothes, destroyed things, but I wandered off. 4 a.m. in the morning, my family were asleep, and I wore my clothes. I sneaked out of the house. Immediately, I crossed the gate, and I take off. I was running. Nobody was pushing me, but I felt like somebody's trying to kill me. Hallucinations delusions it was all in my head i ran to lagos it wasn't enough i ran to ghana it is what it is pastor yes it took the grace of god god loves me to remind me of home because i love my husband and my four children at home including a one-year-old but then I suddenly remembered home and I felt like, okay, the reason I ran is because this man here, I was convinced in my head that he wanted to use me to do rituals. The nature of my work doesn't support the sickness that I have. I make pretense for a living. Mm-hmm. People pay me to, pre- to be pretending to be who I am not. And I've done it for over a decade plus. So I'm a guru at it. But all that pretense began to backfire on me because I began to lose myself in the midst of it all. Characters that I do not recognize were now jumping out of me. I'd come on social media and write nonsense. Non-existent things. And because I'm popular, people take me seriously. They'll take those words that I said seriously. They didn't even know I'm talking nonsense. They didn't know. <laughs> they didn't know. No, I wouldn't come out the language. And that was the worst thing you could do to me then. If you say, I could fight you. Because what do you mean? What ogu? Insult yourself there. On and on it went. I came back and they bonded me yet again to the hospital. <laughs> this time, Dr. Val's hospital. What's the name again? 
Cancrest Hospital. That's the fourth hospital now. One hospital after the other. Nedje. And it's not like our bills were ever cheap. Ah. It's designer sickness, yo. Our bills used to be 700,000, 800,000. And it's not just the pills. That the pills are not even that expensive. It's the aftercare, the psychotherapy that they used to give me that I was still combating. I shaved my children's hair. Anybody that knows me here on social media know my children. They are my greatest asset alongside this man. If you know me on social media, you've never seen me in a private jet. I don't have a Wrangler. I don't have those expensive cars. I still will, but the expensive uh, treasure that I had, still have, is my husband and my children. But trust bipolar to make a mess of my most treasured, most treasured possessions. If you are bipolar, when you're having an episode, your favorite things, your favorite people become your worst enemies, your worst things. It's two poles. It shifts from this pole to that pole, and it will stay there for a long time. I suicide bombed my marriage on social media twice. The first one, I couldn't account for it. But the second one, I'm a mama because I was very angry. Trust the devil to use vices, like anger. I was angry for nothing. I felt like this man was ganging up with the doctors to lie to me because he has a plan to take my lock. <laughs> On that day that they were driving me to the hospital, I made a big scene. I was screaming, kidnapper, help me, he's a kidnapper. And then people were stopping to help. But when they got to where we were, they realized, that's your husband. And then he would tell them, she's not fine, I'm taking her to hospital. That brought up more aggression in me, like, hey, I promised myself, Chegodi, can I go DJ? Can I go DJ hospital? I'll stop marrying you. So that you will not be bundling me to these hospitals that you keep bundling me to, and they, they will stop giving me these drugs that I hate. I went to the police. I, I petitioned against my husband to the commissioner of police. <laughs> they made him sign on an undertaking to stay away from me. Because clearly he was my biggest trigger. I left him, I left the children. I went to a hotel. I stayed in the hotel for two months. From there, I was going to work and coming back. One day, like film. I began to ask myself, I've been in this hotel room for long. Why am I here? Oh, wait a minute. I wrote some stuff on Instagram. Oh, man, I did it again. Where are my children? I remember when I was dragging custody with my lawyer, I thought, the children are on holidays in the village. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I did it again. Then I began to call my husband's phone. He wasn't picking. He was already terrified of me. But then I sent him a long voice note on WhatsApp. He said, baby, my name is Yala. My name is Just allow me to come back. I'll be taking my medicine. I promise. And then he said to me, that's just the point I wanted you to get. Because what is happening to you has happened to many people. It's happening to many people. So you don't let it ruin you. Just recently, there's the popular IVD story. If anybody followed it. Bimbo is late now. But I recognize myself a lot in Bimbo who is dead. All that aggression and violence and endless nagging. 
it's a mental imbalance. like that. You can't be so crazy. You pull kerosene or fuel around about your house, and then you put it on fire and expect it not to burn. It will burn, but it will burn you too. I have this injury to show for all the times that I smashed, I smashed floor ties, was breaking windows so I could jump out. I'm just trying to say that so many people are here listening to me and they're just like me. Some of them know about it, some don't know. So I'm bringing you the same gospel that Jesus brought to the people, consciousness awareness, knowingness. What you don't know is your mountain. From the moment I realized that bipolar uh, makes me unstable in my moods and in my dealings with people, I began to make conscious efforts to be a better person. I started to take my pills, which some people that are mentally unstable should take. Now, the pills repairs brain cells because my brain for 33 years faced a lot of damage. Imagine being sick and not taking drugs. You only get worse. If you have anger issues, the kind that never goes away until you take out your anger or vexation on something or someone, my dear, you have a mental problem. If you feel so bitter and saddened, so much so that you inflict injury on self, you have mental illness. If you have delusions, hallucinations, if you're out of touch with reality, euphoria, you have mental illness. And mental illness can be inherited. Some of us are born with it. Some of us acquire it through trauma, poverty, and living a stressful life. Many women are unmarried today because it's a mental illness. Because there's no break in your brain cells. It just keeps flowing. You can't even put a stop button to it. The brain never shuts down. Please do not let the shame and stigma of being attached to mental illness make you shy away. You'll be doing yourself a great disservice if you do that. Thank you so much. Thank you. So, listening to this video, I mean, I don't even know how to approach this anymore. So, all I can say is that I wish Chacha all the best. Like, there's... I don't think anybody want to wish this upon anybody i don't even think anybody like mental health the the long and short story is that we should take care of our mental health one other thing is that people the way people handle fame is different there was this other big brother niger lady um that went according to the reports went crazy so before people ask for fame i think i just think that you have to be mentally prepared for certain things if you're going to go into the entertainment industry i mean nobody goes into all these things thinking okay i'm going to be bigger than you know like a massive star or a superstar yeah they know they want to be they want to be successful but i don't think they were prepared for the mental um mental stress that is going to cost on their own health so i think people should just take care of their mental health if you are trying to get into something that you know is going to affect your mental health seek therapy seek counseling sit down and ask yourself can i handle this and if you cannot handle that thing um look for alternative what i'm trying to say is manage your mental health regardless 
if you know that there is something going on within you that is making you act the way on a normal day you will not act seek counseling seek advice seek medical help there is nothing wrong there's no shame in you having a mental challenge or mental breakdown like people there is this degree of madness that everybody has or have in them that something can trigger it and once that thing is triggered then you know it's it's like a genie you can't put it back in that bottle so you just have to manage it as you go on or deal with it so we don't know what is triggering cha cha but i think that is something that she needs to kind of find out what that thing is and once because you cannot treat it you these are symptoms there are certain things that i think is triggering cha-cha that um she needs to sit down and find out and just ask herself what is this thing why am i being triggered or why is this happening to me sometimes it's not even it's just genetics sometimes it's just genetics sometimes there's nothing you can do about these things but um manage your mental health manage it um seek counseling seek advice buy take your medication <laughs> take your medication if that is what is required take it and i wish chacha and the family all the best i mean with the online in-laws um this is keeping up with chacha um 103 episode um it's a yearly occurrence maybe next year she will be done again we are not praying for that but um we are mentally prepared <laughs> Chacha, you cannot drive us crazy. We are mentally prepared for you. So even if you're coming next year to tell us that, you know, you're, you're done, we are mentally prepared for it now. Um, we too, we are managing our own emotions. We are managing our own mental health. <laughs> you cannot come and drive us crazy. So thank you very much for watching today's episode. Please like, 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 and share. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.